This man isn't black! Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the comic. Comic. What is going on, nerds? This is the Comic Zone Podcast. I am Mike. Just me today. Also, I got the beautiful Miss Ashley Matthews with me. How are you doing? Doing great. Yep. That is good. Um, You've done a bunch of my tattoos. Been on here twice now? Yep. So this Third is time. number three. I'm glad we could do this again. Me too. Yeah. 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 It's been, it's, a been, it's been a minute. Yeah, for real. Well, it's been a minute since I've seen you, though. Yeah. You know, I, I've had a lot of shit going on. I definitely, like, got the itch. <laughs> oh, I bet. I just don't have the funds. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It sucks, because, like, I got, like, other shit to take care of, and all I want to do is get, Tattoos. like, finish out my my arm. I get... Like, um, get something to fill right here. I'm pointing at my fucking forearm right now. But there's, like, a big empty space here. And then we were talking about, um, because you've done pretty much everything on this arm at this point. Yeah, except for, like, one. Well, these couple right here on, like, the inside of my forearm. But, like, everything else you've done. But we were talking about, like, because there's... The one on the back, Wu Tang, and it's a a dude playing like a arcade cabinet, and then you did like these just to like fade it out. Little pixels. You did like pixels, and I always like wanted more of those. Yeah, and like so expand to off of and it. yeah, so to like sleeve this since they're like individual tattoos. We were talking about like just kind of spreading that the pixels around like in between what do you call it just filler yeah just filling in the little spaces <clears throat> what do people usually do for that oh man it's like literally a plethora of things you could go anywhere between just like little stardust you could do um kind of just like a background swirly colors you can do literally anything um i've done skulls before like little hidden ghost skulls um there, there's just the people that get like Norse tattoos and stuff. They get like little runes in the background, and yeah, it's just like it, pretty much anything that has to do with the subject matter. Usually, doing little uh, like this. Uh, what'd you say? Symbols, runes, runes. That's got to be a little more complicated because you're like, do you do like so when you're doing that? Do you do? Like the same ones over and over, you just find like five or six and then just do them over and over, or you just. Um, usually I will kind of have them like most of the time. I'm not going to say all the time, but most of the time, people that get those Norse tattoos, they there's like a meaning behind them. And um, I'll have, I'll do some research, they do some research, we kind of collaborate together and we kind of figure out like what means the most to them. So there's like runes that specifically go after like um family protection and like there's other ones that go after like making sure you don't lose your way in life and like mm. kind of there's like different subjects 
of of runes and um so you're just not like picking random shit no no right yeah no there's there's definitely i'm sure there's some people that would be cool with that yeah but like uh, <laughs> um but do you just like kind of push them towards i try uh, to educate them right yeah and that that way they know what's on their arm it isn't just like Again, some Chinese symbol you hope it says love. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you ended up with wonton soup. <laughs> <laughs> that shit always cracked me up because, like, I guess that's like a big thing, right? Like, people getting like Chinese lettering and then it says like shirt, yeah, or some shit. Yeah, and, and like, like it, there's a, a clause on my waiver that states like if you're getting anything in a different language, is make like, sure you, you know what it means. You know what it means, like, and I've got a little bit more integrity than that i'm not just gonna slap it on somebody <laughs> I'll, I'll do some research <laughs> well i trusted you to like just come up with a whole like because my top like basically from the shoulder down to the elbow we did a a whole um it's a it's an astronaut and then we did a bunch of like planets and yeah, like space stuff and right and, the, and black hole and right and like i just like gave you the reins on that one and it turned like there's so many people that tell me well well one dude specifically this dude i wear and you've done no no daphne yeah she's done a bunch of it james yeah like he did a bunch of work yeah. for her and I, then, I worked on his back yeah yeah and he's like that's that's like your best tattoo i'm like what the hell man <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> no they're all pretty cool aren't they like he's like no that one's the best one like and the, so many people are like blown away by that one it's yeah like the it's shit so vibrant like and the idea behind it is great like you can see the world in front of them exploding and the mm -hmm. reflection in the visor and then He's like being sucked into that black hole behind him, and the black hole, like I think, really makes it because the way he's reaching, yep, uh, towards you, and that hand is like so clean, like it, it's Crispy. like it's badass, and like so him like reaching out, and we didn't like plan that. It yeah. was just like we kind of like built it as we went, and like you added the black hole, and that like really. We, like we set got, it off we like got done with that the astronaut and then fucking it was like mm -hmm. well it needs more right it, there's all this blank space like the more you get tattooed like like you said you got that spot on the top of your arm you're like oh there's just this, this big it bothers blank. me yeah yeah it, it because you're like well, okay so what what do i put here and, but but that that's what i kind of like is like just a patchwork yeah or like a collage of shit yeah um there's some people that don't like that style yeah they don't I, like that full imagery right like. and and that's cool too mm -hmm. like I, I don't i like both yeah so when i do like my chest um, that'll be more like the, full imagery. or like my back i think those will be like a full yeah type thing but like for my arms or like if i when i get to my legs or whatever i think i'll just keep doing that like collage style yeah um, you know, I've seen, you know, like, so you see a post on Facebook where they're talking about, you know, it'll show somebody with like that patchwork style and you, it always makes me laugh Yeah, because you get people in there like, oh, I just think tattoos look like shit or 
or they're like that that patchwork style looks like shit and it's yeah. just like but it's okay just say it's not for you exactly like, like there, there's a road for everybody in tattooing and like getting tattooed and there's tattoo collectors out there and i feel like that patchwork style kind of goes like that's that's kind of it pulls some old school you know like it, mm-hmm. a lot of the whenever american traditional first came around the, like that's what you got was a bunch of smaller tattoos and then you kind of like meshed it together with like these little dots and star background or like right. little, little bits and pieces of a traditional and like or like little flowers or cherry blossoms or whatever mm-hmm. um and it, it kind of gives me and then like whenever you go through and you put like a solid filler behind it it kind of it kind of brings that newer age to it so it, it's like right that, like that emerging uh merging of both exactly and like i'm a big fan of like the traditional i don't think i i don't really have any like american traditional tattoos yet but yeah. i plan on like having some yeah but like i do like that kind of merger of both mm-hmm. like and I, I like how you use like a kind of the older style machine what yeah. it, it's like rotor machine right and so like kind of what what's the difference between the two because they're okay i guess they say two but there's probably more than too, right so there's like there's the coils and then there's the rotaries and coils are like super old school you got the the coils themselves and you got the frame and the armature bar and the way that everything the geometry that that's set up mm-hmm. and then you have rotary machines um you they do have like an older style of them that are kind of shaped more like a coil but it's still the same like rotary style motor um and then they just came out with like these pin style ones and those are cool. They're, you can have, like, the battery-operated option and stuff like that. But then I see, like, the versatility where with coil machines, you have to have, like, a single machine set up for each and every needle grouping. Um, with rotary machines, you just, like, use the same machine and you just switch out the tip. And I, I see I see the why people like it, but I just can't I can't get away from the coils, man. Like, if, if somebody drops their rotary machine, nine times out of ten it breaks right and then like you need a backup and just that setup if you're battery operated you're looking at like anywhere between 900 and 1600 dollars, possibly even more depending on who you go through but they came out with a hybrid between the two and um dan kubin makes a really 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 nice one he's like the god of that build like and him and aaron kane did a collab recently and aaron kane is a coil machine builder and he like hand carves all of his machines, and he, so like out of wood. No, out like of out of steel. Like he, he oh, like wow. carves them, and they're all like bio organic looking. And like I have one, I've actually used it on you. Um, Is that the? No, I was no. I'm thinking about somebody else. Never mind. <laughs> it's like the one with all the spikes, and it has like the rod of tritium in it, and it like glows. I don't know. I'll have to show it to you next time. Yeah. But yeah, he he started hand carving Dan Kubin's machines and they came out with like a selected number. And I was like, man, next time they do that shit, I'm going to be up on it. Like, I'm yeah. pre-order. Well, they're, pro- they're probably expensive though. Yes. Yeah. They're probably expensive no matter what, but like for something like unique like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're paying, you're paying for the builder's name for sure. But it's worth it because that machine's going to last for years and years and years and years. And these guys are guys that tattoo as well, right? Uh, Aaron Kane is a machine builder. I'd he doesn't do any tattooing himself? I don't believe so. Um, I know 
I haven't seen any that he's done. Hmm. So, like, I would feel like if you're a builder of machines, then, like, I mean, I guess this is, like, uneducated opinion or whatever. But, like, I feel like to really know the machine, then you would have to be, like, using them, too. But maybe not. Like, maybe he's just, like, mechanically inclined to to that type of thing. Yes, he does do tattoos. Oh, does he? Okay. I was going to say, like... Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, I think it would be hard to build a really good machine if you don't, like... Understand how it works. Right, like, you know, a lot of these, just like as a comparison, a lot of these um, newer, like, commentators for, like, MMA, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the guys that are really good are guys that were or are fighters, like, currently, you know what I mean? So they're... They really understand it technically, so they're able to, like, really explain it, like, fully. Yeah. And, like, some of the best ones, you know, I mean, at some point it becomes, like, where, like, just because you're a good fighter doesn't mean you'll be a good, like, commentator, but if you're able, if you have both. Yeah. Like, you're able to, like, like, you have that social ability to, or... The ability, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's able to like break things down that are really complicated uh, for people who aren't necessarily on his level. Yeah. When it comes to astral physics and shit, yeah. same kind of thing with like fighting or like building a, a tattoo machine. It's yeah. like just so like that's I guess that's what I'm saying is like I think it it's hard it would be hard for me to understand like somebody who's builds a really good machine but doesn't really know how to use it yeah yeah just like the the more knowledge you have about it um the easier you're able to like break that down and kind of build up from the foundation right so like currently you um how long has it been um you opened your own shop yeah you were working for somebody else uh for a long time yeah and then yeah. Just decided to step away from that and open your own shop. What uh, What's the name of that and like where are you guys at? We uh, I opened up Leviathan Tattoo and Body Piercing right off the corner of 14th and Poplar. It's at 933 West 14th, Suite 7. Mm-hmm. And we took over the whole, the whole top end of that building, 7 and 8, and it, working on building an empire. We've been there for seven months. And Seven months already. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And we were intending on doing like a show like really soon after and it yeah. just like never got there. But yeah. No, that's why I'm I've glad been, we're doing it now. I've been fucking busy. Like everybody has been telling me, oh, your first year, like it could be like a tank and go slow. And I was just like kind of bracing for impact, you know, and mm-hmm. like this first year I has flown by. It's completely and totally flown by. Flown by. And uh, I, I really couldn't be happier. Like, it's definitely given me an opportunity to really, like, hone in on a few things and go and, like, kind of branch out and guest spot. And, like, I've got a few things set up with a couple pl- peop- different people and, like, working on fucking getting my name out there a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, and hopefully this helps, too. Yeah. And not only just in the, on the tattooing front, but, like, flexing your, your business yeah. skills, right? And yeah. just seeing, like like where you stand on like being able to and it seems like 
you're doing really well on that front. Like, it, yeah. it, it all seems to just kind of be coming together. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, I couldn't be more happy for you, like, honestly. I appreciate like, that. You're one of my favorite people, and, like... Yay. Um, it's really nice to see you, like, succeeding. Same. <laughs> it's Well, uh, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, definitely well, for you. Well, like, coming from where I came from, like, what we had talked about in the first show, um, and then, like, now... Like, I'm a fucking business owner. Like, that's... It's crazy. Oh, yeah. You leveled up, like, big time. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it had to happen at some point. But, like, it's cool to see you, like, step up. Yeah. And, like, really come into your own with this. And, yeah. You know, I've... How many times did I go in there and get tattooed so far? Probably, like, while we were working on my shoulder... Uh, piece was probably like three times right yeah yeah and like you came in whenever it was still like bare bones we were putting down the flooring <laughs> like, yeah i came in and helped you put some tiles down yeah. on the floor and shit that was you know it's really cool and like so it's just you and daphne like currently uh yeah me and daphne are working and then i have a tattoo apprentice and then i have a piercing apprentice as well and we'll be having the piercing side of things up and running pretty soon just got all the little fine details and got all that smoothed out. And then all we got left is having the health department come through, do their little walk-in, approve the floor plan, and good to go. Mm. So they still haven't done that? Uh, they did it for the entirety of the shop. But they since I revised and updated it, they have to come back in and... Right. Well, you said you were like putting like sinks in and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah. So they got to do that every time you do something. Yeah. Every time we add anything that's like substantial that isn't like hanging a picture on the wall, they like to come in and. Yeah, they're really everything. they're really heavy on you guys about that. Very but meticulous, I, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's you know people could get infections and well, yeah, whatever. It, else. it definitely ensures like if somebody has that license hanging on the wall, it's ensured that the health departments came through and that like the health department's a trusted entity so mm -hmm. that they've came through and gave that okay for us to operate and like whenever you see people that are like tattooing out of their house and their garage and stuff like that that that's you high risk for spread of inf uh, disease and you can get infections really easy and like you don't know like there could be dog hair all over the couch that you're getting tattooed on or it's just <laughs> <bleh>. <laughs> 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 well i've never I've never gone and got a tattoo out of somebody's house. Or, no, that's yeah. not. That's a lie. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> my mom. It was actually my mom's house, I, and, and yeah. this dude was like, he barely fuck it. This you've seen it, the one on my leg mm -hmm. that I want to get. It's the Goku on my leg. Yeah, and yeah. It shit looks so fucking horrible. You're like, it's thrash. I don't even. When I think about my tattoos, I don't even actually consider that one. You don't count that one. <laughs> we're I'm not like, talking about that. Yeah, we're not going to. If I do show people, I, I'm like, you want to see one that's hit, dude? Yeah, like you want to see, you want to see something? Like, potential cover up. This shit is fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> like, so, like, you want to, like, but I think if you got tattoos, if they're all, like, perfect then you're doing it wrong. You gotta have one that you gotta like have sucks. One basement piece. You gotta yeah. have one that like sucks. But even if you like fix it later, yeah, it's like I don't feel like you're doing it right if you don't have at least one like, like shitty one. We all start somewhere. I totally agree with that. Um, there there are a few people that I've seen that like never tattooed skin before they got into the shop, which I I applaud them. 
like mm-hmm. for sure that that's awesome um but there's plenty of us out there that started in the kitchen started in the basement started in our bedroom and that was like a form for us to like get away for a little while to like kick it with friends and y- you you could like practice on them or whatever and i've i've definitely grown up a lot since then and i see i see the the wrong in that for sure and i try to promote and make sure that anybody that's tattooing that i know at least has some sort of like they have a license and they're being at least taught by somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing so how would you practice though without like doing it like unsanitary or like out of like if you are doing it at home fake skin you just do the fake skin or like the fake skin stay off of people Mm -hmm. like you you want to you want to fuck up some rubber awesome but don't don't be just out there like fucking hamburger and people and (laughs) just tearing them up slicing their skin just no just don't (laughs) just don't (laughs) yeah the one on my leg the dude you know i'm like it was like cheap you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, like I, I'm just stoked to be getting a fucking tattoo. Yes. And like, I'm like, oh, this doesn't cost a million dollars. But like, literally, you get what you pay for. Yes. And this thing is fucking so hit. Like, <laughs> and like, it's like one of them. It was so fucking painful. And I thought, you know, at the time. I'm like, oh, this is just like what it feels like. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, at that point, you don't really have anything to compare it to as far as like a professional setting. Right. And then, and then also, um, it's not like, oh, I'll come back in a couple of weeks. It's like, we got to get through this whole thing. Yeah. And it's like on my calf. And I mean, it was brutal. Yeah. Were brutal. And, and like, huh? Were you bruised? No, I don't think so. But like, I just remember it being like agonizing. Like it was just, I almost wanted to be like, all right, we're done. (laughs) But like, I'm (laughs) I'm like, fuck, we got to get, because it's a lot, it's quite a bit of line work. Like not a crazy amount, but like, I feel like if you went over it and like fixed it up, it wouldn't be nearly, it wouldn't even be half as bad. You're like, he was just digging. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's a lot, there's like blowouts on it. Like some, like the lines are so inconsistent and like, it's just like so blown out. And like, so yeah, like in hindsight, now that I've gotten like tattoos from you and like other people that actually know what they're doing, like come to find out the guy was just like starting to learn. Yeah. You know what and I mean? He was like, "Yeah, I can do this whole thing." He's like, "Oh yeah, like just take biting off way more than he can chew." Mm-hmm. And and like with those cheaper machines, like those machines that you get off of Amazon, like the whole kit for fucking seventy five dollars or whatever. <laughs> um, those needles are so cheap. They're they're like China made and fucking. It's just like they're some of them are even like soldered backwards. Um, what? Yeah, like what do you mean backwards? Like, so there's a direction, a specific direction in that you put your needle in in the coil machine. And the top of it, that loop, is called the shepherd's hook. And it the opening always goes to the left. Mm. And that means that the solder, like the needles, are on the back of that needle bar. So it's like the tip of it, those are shaped a certain way and it's got to be like positioned a certain way? Is that what you mean? Um, The the top end of it, the hook that goes around the, the armature bar um at the at the top of the needle and then that positions it properly in inside the tube the grip Mm -hmm. that you hold on to so 
it like makes sure that that needle stays to the back of the tube. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, whenever you get those cheap needles, sometimes they're not made like that. And people don't understand because they haven't been taught that, hey, this all needs to stay in this one area for the everything to be super consistent and for everything to flow properly. And it's kind of like a, a gravity fed, fed airbrush. Like it, it mm. sucks the ink up into the reservoir and then it like slowly feeds it out. And if you're working with cheap materials it isn't going to be as consistent and that's how you end up with blowouts and like it going too deep and shit like that well um so with the cartridge tips i've heard of those they have like a membrane inside of them and they'll like snap and then at that point like you don't have any control whatsoever and you you have to completely switch out the tip with the needle bars that you would use in a coil machine that people going too deep with those means that they're just most of the time they're hanging their needle out too far and then they're just like go they're like burying all the way to the tip of the tube Mm. and it just it sends shivers down my spine that's hard to talk about (laughs) because you're just like literally like just chopping somebody up at that point right yeah you're you're maiming somebody (laughs) Mm. but also you're into that what, what was it the um that fucking project what's it called oh the fucking brutal black project yeah like don't those dudes just tear people up too well i mean it it heals good their their needle depth is correct they're just very brutal when they're applying it oh yeah we were watching a video one time like during one of my when we were like (laughs) wow isn't even that bad (laughs) like why i know because i'm a bitch about it like (laughs) whatever Well, it, when remember when we get to the back of my arm and shit? Yeah. That, and I, I'm so fucking ticklish. <laughs> and you're like, does it hurt? I'm like, no, I like, cannot fucking stand it. Like, it, I want to like crawl away from you into a corner. Because it's like, it, yeah, it hurts back there. It's like tender, but like the tickle, the tickle of it is so intense that like... It just like completely overrides any kind of pain that's happening, and you're just like, I want, and my skeleton wants to crawl out of my skin right now. Yes, I'm, I just want to be like, no. <laughs> stop, <laughs> and you're like, tickle, tickle, no, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and you're like, look what I can do. <laughs> I feel like we could have done way more back there, but I was just like, I can't, I can't yeah. like keep going like so i'm like terrified of the inside i going like inside the inside of my bicep because i'm like i don't even know if i could yeah it's not even the pain yeah it's it's a it's a very interesting feeling back there for sure i actually just finished up a sleeve today and um we're gonna next time she comes in we'll be working on the back of her shoulder but I just hit the back of her arm and she was like motherfucker (laughs) like and it was a short session like two hours yeah but you were saying, like, uh, I was, like, kind of unique in that, right? Like, most people yeah. are like, ow, this hurts. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. You're like, could you just stop it? <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, are you done? Are you done? Like, dude, it. I'm already ticklish, period. And I fucking hate it. But, like, you, somebody could just, like, poke me. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> no. So, like, it's just, like, brutal to me. It's, like. Literal. If somebody wanted, like all the, if I had like some secret, they and they were like, all you got to do is just fucking like get a big feather, <laughs> tickle torture. Yeah, just tie me up and fucking tickle me, <laughs> and 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 I'll, I'll spill the fucking beans, like a hundred percent. Like I'll make it, 
five minutes. I want to be. Uh, that's like generous. Yeah, you're like I'll, I'll give myself five minutes. And if you're like tattoo me like in a ticklish spot, like I'll, I'll give it up like quick. So no ribs. I don't know. We'll have to try it. I'll give you like a little smiley face. <laughs> a smiley. No face. regrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something easy. I don't know about the ribs. Like I think it. maybe the ribs would be okay. I don't. It's Mine ki- were kind of ticklish. Yeah. Yeah. That that was it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like the weirdest feeling, because like you, t- being tickled is one thing, but that's like tickled to the motherfucking max. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause it's just like so fast and consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, there's no getting away from it. Cause you have to sit still. Yeah. Like I, I have to, I have to do my job. That is your job to sit still and it makes it hard whenever you're like, <laughs> but or, it's or also like, like super funny though on my end. So I'm like, well, yeah, you always it. laugh. <laughs> you always, you're always like enjoying yourself when I'm like, fuck you. I think it feels great. <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel anything. I don't feel anything right now. <laughs> that's messed up <laughs> and I, I said that we were talking like it made me think of um i was like i wonder if like dudes like there's any like dudes that like you know how dudes like getting kicked in the balls and yeah it's like you go get a hooker and you're like hey um she's like whatever you want and you're like all right i want you to tickle me i want you to tickle me for the next hour like that they hate being tickled so that's like a fetish and that that's like all you know you like do? there's got to be a person out there though oh yeah like there, uh, there has uh, i've seen 100%. some weird shit on the internet uh-huh. like, there's some weird then like a hundred percent there's some a hundred percent there's some fucking weirdo that like gets tickled until they come you know <laughs> like for real <laughs> you're like Dude. i'm almost there <laughs> Just keep going. And she's just got a big feather. <laughs> it's got to be like fucking clown porn or something. <laughs> like, clown porn? Yeah. Is there clown there, porn? Yeah, there of is. Of course there is. There is. Why am I even <laughs> asking that? Of course there is. There's like all the porn. <coughs> all of it. All of it. Like anything you can think of, there's porn for it, I'm sure. Yes. 100%. You've done some like pretty intense tattoo you you brought up one where you like tattooed like inside a chick's vagina yeah yeah i tattooed the chick's butthole and oh yeah you told vagina. me oh my God. the same chick yeah yeah all one session she, the butthole she's that's that great crazy. <laughs> some people like that shit that's crazy like it was a flower or something, right? Yeah, a flower, and then we did the uh, the predator for the inside of her vagina. That's like the uh, mouth. <laughs> Everybody asks me, "Does it make the sound?" I was like, "She didn't pay me enough to make the sound." <laughs> Dude, that's like who hurt you? Yes, that's, that's I asked her that, um, and she just kind of giggled, and then we didn't have that conversation. Really? Yeah. She just didn't go there. <laughs> she was just like, <laughs> 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 okay. That's a little yikes. Yeah, she actually uh she butt dialed me the other day. <laughs> or no, I butt dialed her and I guess it like left a voicemail or something and she called me back and she was like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm pregnant, so like it'll be a little bit before you see me again. I was like, Word like, Imagine me and the doctor like <laughs> delivering and not knowing about it. <laughs> she she just like spreads them and you're like, What Whoa! the fuck? <laughs> it made the sound <laughs> 
Yeah, like the baby crying. It oh, makes a sound. Oh, dude. Oh, that's fucked up. That's Imagine being that doctor and being like, uh, like some like super religious guy or some shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna, it's just gonna like be interesting for sure. She spreads them and it's just a fucking predator looking. <laughs> at like we need an exorcism. Dude, you're like, oh Jesus. <laughs> That'd be fun. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, yeah, I will fear no evil. Yeah, I'm being I'm being tested. <laughs> Thinking she's gonna deliver like Damien, you know? Oh, jeez. The fucking little devil, baby. The omen. Those movies are. Cra- well, I read the books. I don't think I ever read the or watched the movies. They're pretty interesting. The little kid's kind of creepy. Well, I'm in the first one, but like he gets older and older throughout them mm-hmm. until he's like an adult. But he he's like the president or some shit or like a senator or some. I haven't read all of them. It's that fucking guy that is in Jurassic Park. What's his name? <laughs> I don't know. He played like the the um He was like the archaeologist. Oh fuck. Uh, I should know this. In like the first one. And, and remember he had like the raptor claw and he's like, oh talking about like disemboweling that kid with it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, dang. What else you been up to? Oh, man. Um, went and fucking rescued my dad from Georgia. That was interesting. My old man drove the whole entire, the whole way. And that that was, we got to see a lot of places um, that I've never seen before. Like, we went through Nashville and fucking, we went through Kentucky, Cheatham County. Um, that was fun. Listen to fucking Upchurch the whole way through. What's up? What's up, Church? <laughs> Uh, Ryan Upchurch, he's like a music artist. It sounds country. A little bit, little, yeah, little, little country. Hip-hop. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I can't stand that shit, man. Oh, my buddy at work was playing it. Like a, uh, It's just hard for me to listen to some dude rap about like like steers and queers and shit, you know? Oh, well, I, w- I wouldn't say he's like that part of it well, there, there are definitely those ones especially when they get like the heavy like country ass accent <laughs> he definitely you know, has I that we're partying in uh, in the field and <laughs> fucking sheep and like oh, you're just like fuck <laughs> off man like this is so gay it's far the farthest i can go is like uh yellow wolf you know what i mean yellow, he, yellow he's wolf country but he's so like um i've been waiting for fucking up church and jelly roll and fucking yellow wolf to like tour Hold together up. i want to hear some up church let's hear Dude, it. i gotta let's... see this shit you like it though i like it there, there's some of like he's definitely got some bangers that hit harder than others oh my shit's already still connected to the speaker back there up church What's a good song? Uh, oh, he's a white boy, huh? Yes. Doo, doo, doo. Ballad of the country of a country boy. All right, that's it. That's what we're doing. Come and get it. It's a good one. Come on, YouTube. Uh. Is that him singing? Yeah. yeah. You got a good voice. 
See, this is a little different than the shit. Yeah, like I, I, my boy was playing. It's definitely different. Let's hear him rap though. You, I don't hate country. I listen to a lot of country, it's which always, is hilarious. Yeah, it by the way, people way off. <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck? No way!" I'd be like, rocking a mohawk in uh, traffic and fucking. Is like, he gonna rap in this? Um, I think this one's more just him singing. Well, he sounds good on there. All right, let's hear. What's the other one? Come and get it. Hmm. This is actually really good. <laughs> All right. You know what? We got a lot of really similar taste in music, though. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you every time our boy fucking. Uh, Tara Reed. Tara Reed comes yeah. out with some new shit. You always send it to like me. New. It's new. It's hot. It's fire. Bro, the new one. Yes. <clears throat> and I, you know, I'm starting to like come around with Puyo. Yeah. Just because they do a lot of shit together. Yeah, I'm like super duper excited because like Getter, <clears throat> Tara Reed, aka. Um, yeah, Getter. That's his uh, EDM or yeah, like, EDM. His DJ. Yeah. Or is is it DJ? Name. Yeah. But that's that's what he was most famous for at first. Yeah, and then like he started rapping and pulled out the whole Terror Reed. Dude, bro, listen to this shit. His beats, it, it translates them like doing all his own shit and making his own beats. And his beats are fucking sick. Yes. I just wish this song was longer. Man, that all the fucking all the ones. All that his you're best like, ones. Dude, it beats it, like that shit slaps harder than my dad, and like, <laughs> it's like two minutes and thirty seconds long, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> this slaps harder than my dad. That's fucking funny. Mo, dude. Yeah. So this is like what we listen he to like, when he you're like tattooing. Fucking lick a tongue in there, yeah. talking about Pokemon and shit. I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, he, bro, he is. I feel like so underrated. Like you never hear anybody talking about him. Yeah, no, he's like, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, he's, like, one of the very best people, like, out there, like, period. Yeah. And, like, I never see anybody, like, posting about him anywhere, or you never see him on, like, podcasts. Yeah. I I feel like he needs to to get out and, like, tour more, and I feel like it it would be... I need to get him on here. Yeah. Just start, like, every time I see him, like, post some shit whenever he is touring, I'm like, dude, come to Casper. Like, come on. Yeah. Come to Casper. Oh my like, fucking god! Like it would be crazy because it would be like a small venue, pretty much no matter what. Because he's like, he, he, I don't really see him as doing like the event center. I don't even care about that. Like but, I would prefer him to be like at the gaslight. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you, like, even you, if it was outdoor, no matter like, where you're at. But, well, yeah, the gaslight's outdoor. Usually, anyway, I guess they do shit inside. Yeah, like struggle. Whenever he came through, he was inside. Uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. went to that one. He was inside. That was fun. That you was, you went to fun. Yellow Wolf too, huh? Yeah, I went to Yellow that Wolf. That shit was amazing, dude. It was so awesome. He signed my leg. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember because you were uh, you went to the Jeffrey Star store for yeah. that, right? Yeah, 
fucking and then, sit in line forever and ever and ever. And then then he signed your leg, and then you went straight to the shop and like tattooed it on you. Yep, yep. That's and then up. he fucking posted me on his story, tagged that my was, Instagram and shit. That was such a fucking good show, Dude, even it though it, it was only like an hour. Yeah, but it was free. Yeah, you and can't to like have it happen, it was like in the middle of downtown, and like if you're from here, yeah. Then you know how like rare and like amazing that is. Like being from like a bigger city or whatever that kind yeah, of like shit. Yeah, like Denver or something like that. That kind of shit happens like all whatever. the time. Like I was so like in awe of mm-hmm. just like the moment, and it was like the sun was like setting. Yes. And it was just the atmosphere was amazing. Yes. And just like a middle of downtown, and like he's just playing nothing but like. And he sounds fucking great. Yeah. Live. Like yeah. you hear him sing on a record, he sounds just like that. Yeah. And like um I my six year old was with us and I like my six year old idolizes Yellow Wolf to the point where he thought that he was like a celestial being. Yeah. And he didn't think he was real. So like <laughs> whenever I went into the bar and I had him sign my leg, I was like, Hey dude, my son's outside and you were like his favorite person above me on the planet. Like, could you like, if you feel comfortable enough, can you like come outside and give him a hug? And he was like, yeah, dude, fucking bring him over here. So he like went outside and gave my little dude a hug and like took pictures with him and shit. And he had a fucking struggle. Yeah. He was like, mom, (laughs) mom. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. It was, well, so he's down to earth and shit too. Yeah. Yeah. No, he totally, it, it was way, way chill. And, um, like whenever I came back and I showed him the tattoo, my 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 son was standing outside and they had like the side window open and he was like Yellow Wolf, what's up? Oh, and like they were like waved at him and it was like they were little homies for a second. I was like, yeah. oh, it made his whole entire year. That's what's up. That's the kind of shit that really makes a difference, though. Or, I mean, yeah. it makes that kind of shit even better. Yeah, because like that's a monumental time for that little dude. Like that, like that's like meeting superman for him right like he's like oh my god he's real holy shit (laughs) well i love his music too i mean i think he's so unique and i mean you're not hearing anything that sounds like him really yeah no he's he's definitely got his own sound for sure and And he talks about real stuff and i think he's only gotten better since he signed with like uh shady records yeah and I think he's even better. Like he's one of them people that have just gotten better as it's gone along. Like he he really kind of slipped into his own style. Yeah, the more like, and more he went. I remember whenever I was younger, rolling around Can listening. I have one more of yeah, um, listening to him while I was like rolling around on my fucking twenty inch bicycle, like just chilling, rolling around <laughs> town, and. Like, I'd be listening to Pop the Trunk like it was just going out of style. And I was like, damn, this dude, this dude's fucking awesome. And to think, like, fucking shit, that was damn near, like, 15 years ago. Yeah, the whole Slamerican vibe. And that was, like, him and Ritz yeah. for the longest time, right? And yeah. then was there anybody else uh, that was a part of that? I don't think so. There had to be more. Let me see. My f- what? Uh, God damn it! My cord's getting fucking wrapped. All right. My favorite album of his. Um, uh, what is it? I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Uh, trunk music was fucking 
probably one of my favorites. Um, God damn it. Uh, Radioactive. Yeah, Radioactive is fucking amazing. The, the whole album's the shit. Yeah. Yeah, every single one of those songs. Like, I used to listen to that album, like, for like a year straight, I was listening to that. And like uh, you know, it's good when you bump it in for a whole year. Oh yeah, like everyone back to back. Oh yeah, like, you're just like, oh okay, I'm gonna play that. It's gonna again. burn this into my cerebellix. <laughs> that was like one of the last CDs I owned. Yeah. You know. Before everything like switched. Yeah. It's like when I was still popping CDs, and and it was like I had that, and then I was into Ritz for a little bit, but I mean, he kind of got played out to me because I mean, he rapped the same way in every song. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? It's like the, <laughs> you got you got to kind of change it up a little bit. Dude's a fucking one trick pony, in my opinion. It's like sorry if you love him, I don't want to upset anyone, but like honestly, like he's not that versatile when it comes to right. You know, You're like, see, there's definitely got to be some. I got some I got over it there. Yeah, I got over it pretty quick. I mean, he's rapping literally the same way like yeah. every single time. Yeah. And that's not to say he's not good or, like, talented. It's just, like, maybe switch it up a little. Yeah, like, maybe try try something a little new. You might like it. <laughs> and that's why I like Tara Reid because, like, I feel like in some ways he's, like, uh, I compare him to, like, Kanye in some ways. Yeah. Because he's making all his own beats. He's writing all his own shit and, like, doing everything himself. And that's, like, how Kanye came up. Yeah. And, like... You know, and it's not, it doesn't sound like anybody else. And it's, but he's literally my favorite, like, rapper, period. Yeah. And, like, um, and I, and I also, I like the fact that nobody else talks about him. Like, I like that. Yeah. Like, you drop his name. Like, even whenever I dropped his name, and you were like, who's that? And then you started listening to him, and you were like, holy crap. And, like, everybody. I was, uh, I was like listening to his shit here and there, but it was like a couple of songs. Yeah, it wasn't like his whole discography. Like yeah. now, I listen to like all of all it. of it. <laughs> but like at the time, I, I was like, yeah, he's he's dope, and like, but I just hadn't like gone down the rabbit hole yet. Yeah, and like once you go down it, like there ain't no he's so good, no return. He's like, so fucking good. Yeah, and like that's that's something cool about like having my own shop and being able to like listen to whatever I want is that people come in and they get tattooed and they leave with like a whole entire another playlist of mm-hmm. like awesome stuff. Well, I remember like going into the shop you were working in before and it would always be like some like screaming ass death metal shit. Yes. And that's just not my jam. <laughs> like it's cool or whatever, but I'm just like, this is like, I, I like that we can go in and like I'll be like, hey, let's play some of this, and yeah. you're, and you're down with I'm it. Down, like, but but because we have such close tastes in music, we're both like vibing with yeah, it. Yeah, like I I can pretty much vibe to anything, but I think jazz, jazz is probably the one thing. And like I've heard some. You like jazz? No, or I you don't. Go, I don't. I got you. <laughs> like, but there's there's a couple. Um, a couple of like songs. I was gonna say you like jazz too. That's that, crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like there's a couple of songs I listened to that have been okay, but I have to be like in a mood for that shit. Like I'll listen to anything though, country, yeah. reggae, like. Jazz is definitely like a vibe, but I don't know if I'd want to get tattooed. And like, so, 
Right. Like, so. Elevator music. Getting tattooed and being comfortable are like synonymous, right? Like, so. Like being able to sit there and vibe to like the music that you like and just being comfortable that can make it, ma- it makes me feel good whenever like I'm bopping along to a song and my client starts singing along to the song. It makes me feel like on the top of the world because I'm like, fuck yeah, they're like comfortable enough to kind of like let those walls down and they're like relaxed and they're just chilling and like usually whenever you walk into a tattoo shop, that's what you expect. And like, especially with like the vibe that my tattoo shop puts off the vibe that I put off. A lot of people are like, Oh, she probably listens to like death metal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I have an appreciation for it. I do. Well, listen just to like some of it based but... on your look. I feel like just people in general would like label you in some way, just based off your look. Yeah. All and the time. <laughs> like think maybe you're like mean or like some shit, but mm-hmm. you're like literally one of the sweetest people I know. And yeah. like, it, it, and that's why I come to you most of the time because, well, not most of the time, every time because, like, we're already friends. Yeah. And I, I'm just, like, comfortable in that. And it, like, like I said, being comfortable makes a huge difference because if you're, yeah. like, tensed up or you're not, like, vibing with the person that's, because I like to talk mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> so. Like, usually we're sitting there, like, chatting while we're doing it, and it's just, like, a hang. It's, like, a hang yeah, instead of... Yeah, just kicking it. Yeah. Instead of, like, just feeling like you can't talk to the person or, like... Like, you're at the dentist's office, and you're just, like, sitting there. Yeah. Awkward. No, that's a good, that's a good example. <laughs> like, waiting for your You're turn. just, like... It, it, you're just like waiting and waiting for it to be over or yeah. whatever. Like, and like I just I get don't it want, done. I don't want my clients to feel like that. Whenever they come in, like I've got, I've got the couches, I've got the TV. Like you, you bring like somebody with you. They can kick it in the lobby. They don't necessarily have to be confined to like that specific room. Mm-hmm. They can eat in the break room. They I can, do like, like your little chill spot, like with the TV and yeah. It's it's a it nice feels like home. It's like a yeah. It feels like a living room. Yeah. Like you're just in there chilling. Yep. <clears throat> Which I haven't really like hung out in there a bunch. I just like the. Because usually when I show up, I'm like sitting back there with you while you're setting up and yeah. shit, and we're already like talking. Chit-chatting and yeah. But I do like how you have it set up in there, and like you have a lots of space, like you were saying. Yeah, and it's like private too. So like um with putting the extra sinks in and stuff now uh like i put my door back on my room and now it's like all private like so you have the feel of a private studio but it is an entire shop it is nice because uh, you know some places they're like one big area and then you got um just like curtains yeah in the way and then you feel like everybody's listening to your conversation yes. <laughs> Like, it is a lot better, like, having that, like, just a whole separate room. Yeah, because, like, I got my my subwoofer back there. There's no way that you're going to be able to hear anything that's going on in Daphne's area. Just, like, Daphne's not going to be able to hear what's going on in my area. Like, and it it gives some comfort to my clients because, like, some of my clients come to me and it's like a therapy session. Like, they sit there and they talk to me about, like, whatever's going on in their life. And I, like either give them like really good advice if I have any or I just kind of like comfort them in the situation and like let them know that like whatever the fuck is happening in their life that's messed up it's not gonna last forever like they're Mm -hmm. like just kind of changing their point of view and like then they feel better because they're getting tattooed and then they kind of leave with like a a a new perspective on life Mm -hmm. and that makes me feel good 
and um, just kind of having that that privacy is is really nice for them. It, well, it always feels like just getting tattooed, like first and foremost, like that can be like therapy. Yeah, it's just like I don't even know what it is really. I, I guess it'd be different for everyone, but like a lot of people describe it as that. They they say that they like get up feeling better um, than they did whenever they came in. Um, I usually have like a really good energy about myself, so it it's like. I try and like exert that and like push that off on them. And so they like end up feeling like kind of bubbly after they're leaving. And unless they're like sitting for seven hours. (laughs) Wonder if it's like doing something like just doing extreme shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you get that like in endorphin. Yeah. The dopamine and serotonin. Right. Yeah. So it's like that's got that's definitely got to be something to do with it. Because I mean you got like the physical pain of it Mm -hmm. and like. And like for some people, it's um, like some people that come to me, they've dealt with uh, struggling with self-harm in their past and they've come to me and they've started getting tattooed and they've quit doing that because that tattoo takes that place. Of it's like you're doing something that you're in control po- of. positive, like still get like scratching that itch, but like mm-hmm. it's you, a socially acceptable way to scratch the itch. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it definitely helps me. You yeah. know, and like I've been going through a lot lately and it it sucks that I can't like just go in and just like like, you know, slap her on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. And also, like I like seeing you and it's it's been fuck, it's been months. Yeah, it's been a little bit. It's been a while. I feel like it hasn't been as long as it feels like cuz like I've only been open 7 months and you you were in there like right at the beginning right at the beginning yeah so it's it's, it's been a little yeah, while you always for hook, sure you always hook me up yes i appreciate <laughs> that i appreciate that hopefully i'll be back in there like pretty soon yeah as far as they're they're like my there's certain clients that come in like seasons and um they'll like they'll have like a time of the year where they're like very punctual and i tried it too so like say somebody comes to me relatively easily they don't have to reschedule or anything for like a good six to eight months out of the year i'll try and complete whatever projects that we're working on within that time so they can have that other three months to not have to and usually it's around like christmas time a lot of people a lot of my clients kind of back off a little bit Mm -hmm. but they they wait for that black friday sale and then they like swoop in on that and then i see them again at the beginning of the year so that makes sense yeah it's it's like a little schedule (laughs) it's just whenever people get the money and like Mm -hmm. around christmas i mean that's obviously hard and that, that's why I open up for the, the gift certificates and stuff like that. So people can buy tattoos for their family. Because, like, tattoos last a lifetime. It's the best gift ever. As long as they don't mm-hmm. pick something that you they're You literally take later. it to the grave. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've thought about that, too. It's like, like, what are you going to take with you like when, oh, you, when you die? And that's literally it. Yeah. Like, I mean, whatever you get, bar- if you get buried or whatever, I think I'd get... Like cremated or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the idea of being just like in a box under the ground. <laughs> right, and not only that, but they like embalm you with all kinds of shit to make you not Preserve decompose. You. Yeah, it's like I like the idea of just becoming a part of the planet again yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and like there's different things now where you can get like uh you can get your remains put into like a pod that grows a tree out. Right. Of yeah, it. I've seen that, and I think that that's like absolutely amazing. That is. <coughs> That is pretty dope. Um, but as far as like 
burial cremation I, I i would definitely go the cremation route but before i get cremated i will have um probably a couple of my tattoos removed and like stretched and put in a frame and given to my daughter so she can like still have me Oof. <laughs> that's uh she, she's about it though she's like that's Hell pretty yeah. cool that would be pretty cool but uh, it's still something that's hardcore yeah so, <laughs> like, just like what, that's my mom's scam yeah like and one of them will be like the portrait that i have of my mother and i'll have it taken off and like stretched and so she has like a portrait of her grandmother on her mother's skin on no, the wall that's crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's I've never, that's something I never thought of before. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, becoming a, a new thing. I, I thought about it a long time ago, and people are like... What do they call that? I want to see it. Um, I don't remember what exactly they called it. I'm going to Google it. I know you have to, like, put it in your will. Ta- uh, I want to say, like, tattoo preservation, but I feel like that's going to come up with other shit. Right, like different tattoo balms and stuff. Yeah. Um, it says, at the request of the family, the funeral home will surgically remove a tattoo. It's a simple process. And send it to the lab for preservation before it's mounted and framed behind UV protection. Oh, there glass. we go. Tattoo mounting. Yeah. Let's see. The company Save My Ink Forever is the starter of it. That's fucking awesome. <clears throat> we hit images. Yeah, lot, some people. Uh, it's like, like showing me a tattoo of a mountain. <laughs> 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 no, that's not what I said. Google's all like. It's literally just hard. mountains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Uh, there's one on Mount Rushmore. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Well. I'll have to send you a link. Yeah. The be like, that's a good idea. It's crazy. I'm going to have to like make a will. Uh, I would, de- the one I think if I did save any, it would be the one of the astronaut. That shit's. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually people, been a couple dude, people. Dude, I'm that telling are you, like, people fucking love that one. Yeah, when I, when they see it, they're like, just because it's so vibrant and like, mm-hmm. it's such like a unique. Well, you took care of it too. <laughs> yeah, well, it's easy because it's you know it's it stays under my shirt. Yeah, and all that. Like some of my other ones, you know, I work outside and shit a lot. Mm-hmm. And but I also, I mean, I use lotion like every day so that helps yeah and there's um plenty of people that i tattoo like it's and it's harder for some people um like some of my clients they work in the oil field some of my clients they're like plumbers or they do like super dirty jobs um there's even a lot of construction workers specifically ones that work with cement and they'll come in and like get their fucking hands or their knuckles tattooed and i'm just like why <laughs> why well also like if you get your hand tattooed i mean you gotta like not work for like a week after yeah. that because i mean that shit's gonna and, like, get... take really good care of it so it heals in the proper amount of time and like not let it dry out mm-hmm. it's got i want to get my hands tattooed but like i like i work with my hands so it's yeah. like uh, i don't know when i would do that i would i would just have to wait until i have like 
PTO. Yeah, and then, and just, then like, just take like some time off, take and get a week off, and like. But I would worry about like the sun and shit. <laughs> just like all the time, <laughs> just like yeah. you know what I mean. Sunscreen. And, and I'm bad about the sunscreen thing. Like I don't ever. You can wear gloves. Some people don't like those though. Yeah. Well. Bitch mittens. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Bitch mittens. <laughs> Hey, sometimes it's necessary. Oh, yeah, it's fucking cold here. Yeah. Like, dude, for real, right now? Like, it's been chilly, chilly. The other day, my kids were like, it's too cold here. And I was like, I agree. I was like, we're moving to Antarctica. And they were like, wouldn't it be colder? And I was like, actually, pulled it up on my phone. It was 33 degrees above zero in Antarctica while it's like negative 45 here. It was like. And I was like, we're moving to Antarctica. There's less idiots and penguins. <laughs> right. One day it was like negative 30 here, though. Yeah. What day? It was last Sunday. Fuck. And it was so cold, my fucking heater quit like working. Yeah. It was so cold um, that there was like ice forming on the inside of my windows on my back door. That's crazy. Yeah. And my, like, I got up in the morning. I'm like, it's fucking kind of chilly in here. Yeah. And my son's like, Dad, why is it so... He's like... It's cold. It's so cold in here. And he's like, I was freezing last night. And he's got like three blankets. Then I come out here and it's like 62 degrees in the house. And And you're like, oh, hell no. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And then I'm like fucking with the thermostat, like trying to get it going. And I had to put it in like emergency mode or whatever. So it would actually run like because if i had it on like just the heater mode i don't get how all that works but like it it just didn't want to kick on and then it like and then i went and started my truck and it it went into um reduced power mode or some shit so like it it, it didn't want to like drive it was like no yeah nope like when your car wakes up in the morning and tells you no, you're just like, I'm not even going nowhere today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My car told me I had to stay home. <laughs> I thought I thought it was fucked up until I like started Googling it and shit. Yeah. I'm like, like, fuck, no, I just, just bought this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's fine now. But that day it was fucking goddamn. Like... I'll be. I'll just be glad to be over this part because like winter. Winter heard that we was talking shit, and we were like, "Yeah, I saw your. I heard your. Or I saw your post. Yeah, (laughs) and I. I could not agree more because it came in. It it came in with a vengeance. Well, for real, it's been. Like it didn't even really snow on Christmas or any of that shit. Like it. Yeah, barely. Usually it's snowing by like Halloween. Yeah. Like, it's too cold for girls to dress like sluts. So, it's mm. like, and this year it was not. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, either we're going, it's going to be real mild or it's going to hit us real hard. And it did. Yeah, we all knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. I just don't, I, I'm like curious as to why it's been good. Because last year it was like that too. It got like really fucking cold. Well, and that, what was it? Was it last year or the year before when it, it, snowed like so bad it like buried cars like completely like the year before like that shit was literally like six feet deep yeah no it was absolutely fucking ridiculous i remember um a few years back it snowed so bad that uh there was 
this dude, one of like we had a roommate, and um, he had he drove a Mustang, and I was always like talking shit because he's a little pony boy, mm-hmm. and fucking we went out there and buried his car <laughs> in <the> snow. <laughs> and we like made a car <laughs> outside of the car. <laughs> he was so upset. Mm. He was very angrily unburying his car. I was like, you can't even go nowhere. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, my whole, <clears throat> well, my old car. That whole, it, like, literally, you couldn't see any of the car except for where the, um, my rear view mirrors were, like, sort of poking out. Yeah, just like a little, like, baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, cra- like, I had to go out there and dig, um, behind it, um, make a little path behind it, and that took, like, an hour, and then just digging the car out yeah. took, like, two more. So I was like, at that point, it's just like maximum effort and I'm not about it. It's too cold. And then I put in all that work and got out and like was able to drive somewhere and I come back and somebody took that fucking spot like immediately. And you're like, I worked hard for that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like the only one that put in any effort to dig and like make a spot like a good spot. And then somebody just come and took that bitch like immediately. Rude. I wasn't even gone like 10 minutes. You're like, I just want I'm to like, get cigarettes. Really? <laughs> like, I'm like, fucking seriously? Motherfuckers. It's fine. It's, yeah, fine. it's fucking cool, I guess. It's fucking fine. <sighs> I hate people. Same. Yeah. You know, this is why we do stuff like this. Like you tattoo because you hate people and I podcast because I hate people too. Yeah. It's it's super funny. Like We do really social things. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I get to pick. Uh, we 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 both get to pick who we deal with. That's fair. So like at least the the time that we do spend socializing, it's fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's enjoyable. We're not like it isn't like those awkward. Like um, I go to Walmart and somebody like walks up to me and touches me and they're like, oh, your tattoos are so beautiful or your hair is so vibrant and they just like reach up and touch it and I'm just like, can we not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I'm like, damn, bro, does your mom just teach you? Like, yeah, just go up and touch whoever. Like, yeah. Did you forget about COVID? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, six feet, please. Huh. Well, it's, st- dude, that shit's weird to me. It's like, um, I remember, like, you'd be standing in line at, like, the gas station or whatever at the, um, at the register. Yeah. Right. And, like, before all that shit went down, people would just be, like, in a normal, like, line. Yeah. And now people still... Stand apart. They'll stand, like, super far apart now. It's, like, it's like the weirdest shit. Yeah. And, and I'm, like, move up. We're like, we're... Yeah, it's fucking Almost Wyoming. out the fucking door. Yeah. And there's three of us. Yeah. You're just like, what, what, what's going like, on? Like, why here? are we still doing that shit it makes you wish you had a horn it's weird (laughs) that shit drives me nuts we were just talking about that on the last one last podcast and i'm like i was talking about sitting at this light and like and i'm at the front and this chick's behind me and like i looked it's still red i looked over at my homeboy and was like talking to him for a second and, like, I saw the light change out of the corner of my eye. And, like, within a second, this chick's, like, already honking at me <laughs> behind me. Like, 
If we were standing in line and I didn't move right away, you wouldn't be like, move. I, maybe she would, though. She might. She might. Like, but I doubt it. Like most that are just like, huh. Yeah. But for the most part. It makes me want to sit there another like three or five seconds. Really, though. <laughs> Just I just like, want to like roll the window down and fucking throw my finger up and just sit there and wait for the next green light. Like, or just don't like, fucking <laughs> honk at me, rude ass bitch. Like, I'm going. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. It makes me want to like get out of the car and go back there and knock on the window and be like, what? I thought you wanted to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, What's up? Like that shit. It's like, I think most people wouldn't though. It's like if you're standing in line. And I didn't move right away. You wouldn't be like fucking go, yeah. But no, because you were because we're in the car, you feel comfortable and hawking. So yeah, because there's like a barrier. I just wait. I like I let her get up next to me, and then I'm like, hey, let's like stare at her. Yeah, just awkwardly. Like uh, at the next light, let's sit there and like both just stare. Yeah. And <laughs> just like he's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, come on, quit being a pussy. <laughs> gotta make it awkward she made it awkward. oh yeah she made it she was rude now we gotta make it awkward yeah like i'm like that though i'm like i'm gonna like just make this like really uncomfortable for oh, you Oh yeah and like I, if i meet people like um around the holidays is probably the worst um going to like walmart and shit and I try not to go there as much as possible. Yeah, no, it sucks horribly, especially since like bring back fucking af- like after hours fucking shopping. Come on now, like bring bring back twenty four hour Walmart. Yeah, right. Everybody misses it. Mm-hmm. Like y'all would make way more money. <laughs> yeah, there's like weird people in there, but there's like less of them. Yeah. I hate. I hate like. It's like oh well, I, I'm talking about people honking and shit. But, like, when people are just strolling and you're, like, trying to get by them and they're, like, right in the middle. Yeah. And you're, like. And then they're, like, oh, am I in your way? And I'm, like, yeah, kind (laughs) of. They're just, like, oh, I'm sorry. I had a dude, like, straight up, like, I was sitting in an aisle. Like, I think it was, like, the toy aisle with my kids and shit. This this dude, like, came by and just pushed my cart out of the way. Like, just ran his shit into mine and, like. Just kept cruising. I'm like, at least like, oh my god, all right, damn, can you scoot your shit over? Like, Like, excuse me. Yeah, it's it's not hard. He just fucking rammed his shit into mine and just didn't even say shit. It was just like, damn. And then you think about it, you're like, is this like one of those pranks? Is this like one of those content creators that you see on YouTube that just just trying to get a rise out of me? Oh yeah. Like, like Jesus Christ, guy. But there's not like a lot of that going on around here. I don't think I've ever seen anybody. It's not bad here, honestly. Like it's way worse. Like if I go, if I take a trip and go down to Colorado and go and uh, I never fails. Like I always end up having to go to fucking Walmart for something. And down there, they like charge for their bags, and I always forget about that. And they don't they eat- charge for bags yeah so like um most stores down in colorado they charge like 10 cents for the plastic bags but walmart doesn't even carry plastic bags anymore they only carry the the canvas ones and they sell them for like a dollar a piece or some shit so i'm like fuck bro i forgot my bags i don't even fucking live here and i'm sure the people that live there always forget their bags anyways they probably have like a whole closet full of just canvas bags unless you're like used to it but like how do you know how many bags to bring exactly like what if what if you didn't stick to your list and you got a few extra items and you just like stuck carrying fucking a big ass thing of toilet paper or something like mm. 
<laughs> and like there a lot of people ride the bus so it's like it's way different um oh my god imagine having like a like 300 bucks of groceries nope. and having to ride the bus no i get an uber and just load their shit down right well we don't even have that here really not really i know we did there for a little while um but like i, I downloaded the because i went down to denver this summer and we were taking lifts like everywhere that shit was amazing yeah i was like this is awesome you just call and it's like like your own little personal taxi and then and then i'm like oh i could like do that here Mm -hmm. and then i i downloaded the i had the app still and then i got looking around not not a one and then you i did like uber just to see if like i'm like oh maybe we just don't have lift here and there is but you know in the whole city there's like two cars yeah and like I feel like that's almost um that's almost a seasonal job here. Like I feel like taxis are like f- year round, but Ubers are like summertime. Well, I don't feel like there's that many people that you know, that's probably why it's not here is there's like most people just drive here. Yeah. It's I mean it's fifteen minutes. Yeah, no anywhere where you you're go. going. <laughs> right. For real though. So it's like it makes a lot more sense somewhere like Denver. Like the only time that you're gonna spend any longer getting from point A to point B is if you live in Evansville and you catch the train. Mm. The, the, the train the, yeah there's like a train that cuts evansville off from casper and whenever it's running both exits from evansville are like oh. completely closed off yeah that always sucks yeah when you pull up and because they fucking roll through here slow as fuck uh-huh. so it takes a fucking year yeah i mean i like the graffiti and shit I, i'm entertained while it's there but it's yeah. it's kind of it kind of sucks well yeah i mean Thankfully, I don't live those, live there anymore. Those trains are literally like a mile long. Yeah. So it takes fucking like 20 minutes you're sitting there. Yeah. Like I, I usually get impatient and I'll fucking turn around and go like go try way. to go around it. You know what I mean? <laughs> which like probably takes. Which, so you like race to the other exit and try to like get in or out. Which probably like, takes right. just as long to go down to the next, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just to go yeah. in and wait again. <laughs> I'm just impatient like that. So, um, I'm super proud of you for the shop and like, and how well you're doing with it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. The amount of love and support that I've felt after, after like branching out and spreading my wings and doing my own thing. Um, even like from the majority of my family, like they might not completely agree with my point of view and like how I am and stuff like that, or like the lifestyle that I choose to lead, but I'm not out doing drugs. I'm not like, I, I, I've got custody, all my kids, like I'm, I'm doing the damn thing. And like, mm-hmm. they, they can't argue with that. And I, I told shit, I told my great uncle, I was like, I, my goal is to be the richest family disappointment and I'm well on my way. Yeah. Like, and my dad's like super proud. He, he's self-made. Yeah. Like he's the one that taught me how to draw. And like, I took it and like, I actually had to break it down for him. Cause he thought that, you, <laughs> that in tattooing, you could just like take your finger and smudge the ink and it shades like it does on paper. <laughs> and I was like, no. No, dad, it's way more complicated than that. Like, I literally have to use, like, dot work for the most part. Like, like the shading, it happens with, like, these little needles. And I have to, like, mm-hmm. make them closer together and for more density. And then, like, the gradient goes outwards that way. And 
and like blending with colors and like explaining to him all these little like little bits and pieces of like the technical parts of it and um he was just like blown away he was like holy shit that's yeah, crazy just, <laughs> just because you can draw doesn't mean you can t- it's like a whole different whole uh, different medium it's completely different yeah yeah you know and i i you know i've tried like my my uh my stepdad had some like one of them pen tattoo machines and he had some of the fake skin and i like i tried not for very long it was just like a couple of tries yeah i mean i'm sure i could have picked it up because but because i was pretty good at drawing when i was a kid and i really haven't continued with it but i was like oh i can draw i should be able to do this and yeah it's so much so much different like oh yeah and like um there's so many people that hit me up all the time they're like oh where do i go for an apprenticeship and who do I go talk to and da 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 and I know they're like hitting around like seeing if I'm looking for an apprentice or whatever and I'm not I'm not right now now for a while I've got it got it lined out for a little while so mm-hmm. um and I'm very very particular about like who I want I want somebody that's going to show dedication not somebody that's just like wanting to do it for the paycheck you know like there there's it becomes an entire lifestyle and if you're not willing to sacrifice it then it, like what what are you doing right (laughs) like and there's so many people that don't understand um the depths like you you literally sell your soul to the industry and it's worth it well yeah you got to be dedicated to really become great at it though right with anything you're not just doing tattoos but after your uh, drawing designs for your like you're literally working all the time right yeah and like that's why um like some people like new clients they don't necessarily understand like especially if they're new to tattoo getting tattooed they're like well, why do you why do you require a deposit and i'm like well if you're not willing to put money down then why why do why am i supposed to believe that you're serious about this well not only that but like like i was just saying like you're not it's not just i'm gonna you tell me what you want and I'm just going to put it on. Like yeah, you, no. you got to do work outside of work, outside of work yeah, to like, get it ready for the next that's day. That's time that I sacrifice with my family looking at like reference an, photos. It's not like an eight hour a day no. gig and clock out and go do your thing. Yeah, You're no. literally working. I'm responding to messages. I'm booking appointments. Like I'm, I'm drawing. Um, I'm looking up reference photos for tattoos that are two weeks away, you know, like, and I book out usually for about a month at a time and that gives me a little bit of time to like work on that piece and get to know like what direction that person's wanting to go with this and like kind of conversate with them and okay well are you just wanting this piece or are you going to want to turn it into a sleeve later like always try to like leave that open for them because like a lot of people they end up if they come in and they get like some little dinky piece in the middle of their forearm and the tattoo artist was just like yeah sure I'll fucking do it. And they don't, like, talk with them about, like, okay, well, is this going to interfere with any future plans? Mm -hmm. Or, like, if somebody specifically wants that patchwork style, then awesome. But, like, if not, then you're doing a future cover-up. Right. Well, I mean, that's why I come to you, though. I mean, you're... I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's really your passion and, like, what it's what you do. So, I mean, it's easy to trust you in it. Yeah. And... And, like, I... I I learn constantly and like I, I feel like that makes it to where I feel like I'm never going stagnant and just like learning new techniques and styles and 
about new artists and finding inspiration in them and like it's it's crazy it's a beautiful world though i feel the same way about like podcasting it's like consistency Mm -hmm. and like reps and just like perishable skills so if you're like always doing something you know what i mean like you can't help but get better and like continue to and and don't and stay like humble too that's the biggest part because like there's all if you take approach it as like there's always something new to learn yep then you can't help but like just get better yeah and it's like i feel like i've been podcasting for two years and like if you listen to our first episodes to even like right now just like my communication skills and ability to like interview or like carry a conversation and just like it i've become so much better but also i'm not only do i podcast but i'm always listening to podcasts yeah and not just listening to the conversation but i'm like looking at how they're speaking to each other and like just how to like how they you know certain people and and everybody does it different like you know what i mean like it's so it's like just like some of the guys it's like I don't know if I could ever do one where it's just me. Yeah. Like talking to the audience. Like I feel like that's like the pinnacle. Yeah. It's like if you can talk to just talking to the microphone, talk to the audience and like Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Like he he's incredible at it. Or like Joey Diaz. Theo Vaughn is fucking hilarious. And he can talk just just talk to the audience and it and it works. But like for me, I got, like, for now, at least I want to get to that level. Yeah. But that's, like... Do you think that his um, comedy helps with, like, his stand-up career kind of helps with that? I think comedians make for the best... Make the best podcasters. They're fucking hilarious. Because they think the same way as far as, like, doing Mm stand-up. And, like, all the best ones, they're literally always, like, all week... They're going to clubs. Yep. And they're and they're they approach it like doing reps. Like yeah. you're you're if you think you're just gonna write an hour and go up and kill, like yeah. you're you're wrong because you're not you have to go in there and you have to like work like you write a joke and like you go in and like maybe it, it bombs or whatever, but yeah. you you get a chance to see how the the crowd reacts in a small yeah venue, and then maybe you still believe in that joke even if it bombs, or you're like oh maybe or or you see a different angle when you tell the joke, and then you're like oh I need to like tweak it here yeah and get then a better reaction like so people. you just it's just like constant like doing something constantly you can't help but improve mm-hmm. and i feel and so that's why they already have that mindset so um and they're talking to crowds anyway yeah so it's like i think they make some of the best podcasters because of that yeah and a lot of them are funnier in the moment like during a show yeah than they are like in their stand-up a lot of the times but also, you know, maybe they're not, you don't think they're that funny in like their hour, but that's really the culmination 
of all the work they put in yeah. in clubs and shit. Yeah, and like you think about like their stand up parts, <coughs> that's like kind of repetitive with some of them. Um, some of the same jokes. If they really like that one, awesome. But then you I don't think that's so much anymore. Yeah. Like that used that was like an older you know like Ron White like yeah. he he used to tell the same the same ju- salad joke uh-huh. which is great show. and he's <laughs> but now he's he's kind of burnt out um no well no. he he got into like a bad spot like mentally and was like just kind of uh, yeah, stuck I can see that <laughs> but then Joe Rogan opened up the mothership in Austin. Um and now like all the comedians I'm are have like, to, like look into him because I fucking love Ron White and he just kind of no he's off. great and <laughs> he you know Joe kept bringing him on the podcast talking to him and like he's like you you just got to get like back into the swing of yeah. like going to the club and you know he got him uh to the mothership like and. Or it wasn't even the mothership. He got him to, like, what he what Joe Rogan's great at is, like, pretty much every fucking thing he does is a motherfucker. But, like, <laughs> he came up at the comedy store in Cali. Yeah. And the vibe, like, everybody was, like, centralized there because, like, the Hollywood and, like, the yeah. 90s um way of thinking for comedy like they have heavily relied on like um comedy central and like Mm -hmm. the big thing was oh you gotta like you gotta like go on radio and then you gotta do like you gotta do snl and then you like the pinnacle the idea was like to get a sitcom yeah and now with the internet and like social media and podcasting they don't have to rely on outside force like they can literally get themselves out there and it was really competitive too so they would um they would look at other comics as like their competition as as opposed to how he does it is like we need to all be together and working in have like a like a home base yeah where we're all going and we're all like working together and helping each other so like going on each other's podcasts like chilling together at the club and like just like boosting each other yeah. instead of like trying to see the next guy as like oh he's getting this and fuck him he's not as funny as me and like right, that just creates more separation oh yeah and, and like that that just, nobody nobody's getting any taller that way you know like <laughs> and i imagine it's the same way in like tattooing oh yeah it's like if you're hanging around other artists and you're like like giving each other encouragement and like oh what do you think of this like what i'm drawing here Mm -hmm. and they like they can give you their what they think or like test out and like bounce off of each other instead of like competing yeah with each other yeah and like whenever you're feeding the next artist um you both eat you know like yeah if you're coming up then we're all coming up yeah and like like you're teaching them and and then they end up creating their own like wheelhouse of like technical ability and then they're able to do more and then they're able to to feed their family better and like it's all about just like teaching the next person you know like and just good vibes in general yeah it's like putting out good energy and like trying to i 
I don't know about anybody else, but I always feel better when I like help somebody other than yeah. Like if you're like hating, that just it's like poison. Like yeah, you just it, it puts shows, you in a shitty fucking yeah. And like the it, it's not like even like there's ones that outwardly hate, but the ones that get closer to you and they're like, oh, I'm gonna get all and then and then I'm gonna get jealous. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's your ego talking and that's toxic. You should probably get rid of that. <laughs> definitely like you get if you're putting out good energy it like tends to radiate out like yeah like don't not to get all philosophical but like it's like waves in a fucking pool yeah it's like the, the way effect. those those waves go out and they hit rocks and then they fucking create waves that come back yeah and like it's just i personally i feel like just being it's like the idea of uh putting love out there like that kind of shit just like can't help but like radiate out and like it hits the next person and they feel better and then they're being more kind and loving and then like it they do it to the next person and then it just like spreads but also negativity does the same thing it does the same thing and sometimes it's even faster because i feel like in this day and age it's almost harder for people to be happy because it's harder like it's it, it's there's so much competition out there with anything at all and it's it's really hard for people to be happy right now and like this is election year and it's just like mm-hmm. you can feel it mm-hmm. and i'm like oh this is great and i'm not even like really paying attention or worried about anything at all that's why i don't ever get like too crazy into yeah, politics like just- i can't <laughs> just because people are so clicked up and they're and they they're so married to whatever side they're on and like what ideas and you have to have certain ideas to be in this click and yeah it's just like ugh. yeah no i just rather tattoo how about just yeah just like live your life and i think most people are like that it's just like with social like social media and then like the way that like the vocal minority yeah they're so loud mm-hmm. and then you like that's all you see and then you it, it, like perpetuates this idea that that's what most people are thinking but most people just want to be we all want the same shit yeah. like you want to take care of your family you want to live your life and be left the fuck alone yep and you want to be able to just be happy like we all want the same shit yeah like for the most part yeah. and like the more people that choose like they make that conscious decision to put good out into the world and not expect anything in return like i think, I think that's the hard part it makes the change i think that's the hard part is everybody's so hungry to just i think just for happiness yeah because it's like Immediate like you satisfaction. said it, it's so easy to be depressed and like so many people are mm-hmm. and then it's easier to be like bitter and like I said this on the, we were talking almost about the same thing actually on the last podcast and it's like misery loves company and it's like, so I feel like shit. So I I want other people to feel like shit too, or even maybe it's not even a conscious like decision, Yeah, but you're just in such a fucking bad way that you, it's hard to even feel positive. Mm -hmm. So you're just like shitty, like that bitch honking at me behind me. You know what I mean? It's like. And you're just chilling. Yeah, like, I'm just, just fucking, you know, it's like, you don't have to be fucking rude. Yeah. That's a choice. 
Yep. Just like chewing with your fucking mouth open. That's what fuck. Yep. <laughs> it is a hundred percent free to chew with your mouth fucking closed. It is. <laughs> anyway, we're hitting. You got people waiting on you, and uh, we're hitting about an hour and a half, so I won't keep you too much longer. Um, but it was really good to see you. It was good to see you too. I always love seeing you. It's a good time. Um, so one more time. Let everybody know where to find you on socials and where the shop's at and all that good stuff. My personal Instagram is pretty in ink 405. We are located at 933 West 14th, Suite 7 and 8, right on the corner of 14th and Poplar in Casper, Wyoming. Hell yeah. Doing any guest spots anywhere here? Um, I'll have to keep you posted on that. I know that we're going to be doing a lot of conventions this next year. And um, we'll also be tattooing at the Pop Culture Con. We're trying to get in with the Holistic Fair. Oh, the next one? For real? Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll be there too. Yeah, I'm super Uh, duper stoked. um, I always love doing the conventions. I'm like in my pocket. It really jazzes me the fuck up. Villain Arts this year, they're spreading out, and they're actually going to be doing one in Fort Collins, I believe. And then there's another one that I'm looking at for Colorado Springs. Hell yeah. Um, So just kind of like spreading out in Denver a little bit. Um, Like year after next, we'll probably look at going to like Texas or fucking Montana or some shit like that. Hell yeah. Well, doing the PopCon, I think, is a good idea. Because the last one. The last one they had some dudes, but they were so unorganized. Like they were supposed to be there for uh, both days, but then they ended up barely being set up by like midway through the second, and it just—it was a shit show. Yeah. It'd be—I'm sure you'd have that planned out much oh, yeah. better. Oh yeah, conventions are my thing. I'm not man. gonna throw out any names <laughs> or anything, but they—it was a shit show. Conventions are my thing, man. I love that shit. Like even whenever I do flash sales, that shit. Like I'll be up in there tattooing until fucking two o'clock in the morning, and it's just like they're like, "Aren't you tired?" I'm like, "No, I'm ready to go. I am the machine." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was really good to see you. It's um, good to see you too. Hopefully, I get to see you more. Yeah, yeah. We'll come. You, you can come to the shop and. Yeah. Set all this up, and we'll yeah. We, we were talking about maybe doing a little something with me and you, and do it at the shop. Maybe not every week, but we'll see. Um, keep an eye out for that, nerds. Uh, go to the comiczone.com. That's where we got all our episodes like 160 of them bitches. Now, there's so Hell many. Yeah, um. You can get our podcast wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Audible, you know, Google Play, all the damn shit. Um, and as always, you know what it is. Just keep it black, nerds.